Spiritual the Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Spiritual the Podcast. I'm Nikki Renfro Martinez. And, and I'm Haley Magley. And I'm guest Stephen Gershit. Yes. Yeah, Stephen is my roommate. He's awesome. Yes. Everybody that comes into the apartment instantly loves him. And Nikki being one of those people. Yes, for sure. And he's our first male guest yes which is exciting and crazy and great yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so Stephen, do you want to tell us just anything you want to tell us about yourself before we get into the nitty-gritty oh you want me to do like a just like a, a my life yeah like a, yeah okay yeah. yeah i'll uh wrap up my life here okay <laughs> as quick as possible <laughs> so my name's Stephen gay i born in jacksonville florida Moved around quite a bit growing up, went to Illinois, Springfield from there, and then Blue Springs. Uh, Sedalia, Missouri, then Blue Springs. And I spent most of my time growing up in Blue Springs, uh, 13 years, graduated Blue Springs High School, went to University of Arkansas for a year, did track and cross country, and ended up um, transforming actually to the University of Missouri. Was there for four years, then I came here to Chicago, moved in with uh, (laughs) with Haley and Chris, Yeah, uh, I took a job for a marketing company here in the city, Bella Marketing Solutions, and it's been great. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Also, we have to say that Haley and uh, Stephen didn't know each other before they lived with each other. It was yeah. like a complete random roommate thing, which was absolutely <laughs> insane, and I would never recommend to anyone. Well, <laughs> but it worked out. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we do lots of <laughs> crazy things. What a gamble that was. I don't know, yeah. just had a good feeling about you guys, you know? Same, same. Yeah, he came in for like maybe five minutes and we were like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. And it was through an ad on Facebook? Facebook? Yeah, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was desperately looking. I was in Airbnbs, like two different Airbnbs before I found this place. Yeah. So, yeah. Really? You're paying for an Airbnb just uh Yeah, so it's like a span of maybe a week and a half, two different Airbnbs. And one in Bridgeport and one here in Wilson. So, yeah. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. Happy to have you. Yeah, we're so happy to have Stephen on the podcast. We've obviously podcasted here at Haley's Place multiple times. And the last few times, Stephen always walks in and he's like, What are you guys doing? Yeah. What are you guys talking yeah. about? So, we're excited to have him on um, an episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I always feel so bad in those moments too. I'm like, Dang, I'm disrupting something <laughs> no, right now. No, no, no. It's great. Something we learned about you pretty early on, or I did, was that you're Christian, which, and as you know, the podcast is about spirituality and also alcohol. <laughs> but, but, uh, Perfect. Yeah. Could you start off by telling us just kind of how you became Christian? I have a little bit of an idea of that already from this past conversation. Yeah, so I am a Christian. I grew up in a uh, Christian household, parents are Christian. They were very religious, went to church every Sunday, you know, and there was a period where I went every Sunday and Wednesday as well too. So I grew up Christian and I went to either non-denominational churches or Baptist churches. Yeah, and it still played a big part of my life even when I moved out. I moved out from college and, you know, so I went to church. I still felt like I, you know, not as if it was something I was checking off the list of things to do, but I genuinely felt like I benefited from going to church overall as a human being. So, uh, yeah, it still plays an important role in my life today, too. Do you still go to church now? I actually go to, like, a virtual church. There's a, I try to look at the church That's so there. cool. 
That's yeah. actually really cool. Yeah. I didn't know the churches were doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's every Sunday at 10 a.m. And it's this guy I know from back home. His name's Brian Brown. He's the husband of the women's track and cross-country coach at the zoo. So, yeah, he decided to start this uh, um, Bible study. It grew, got bigger. And, yeah, yeah, he's doing them online. So I'm really enjoying it so far. It's really cool. It is super cool. Yeah. Um, so you said that you went to mostly non-denominational churches and then also Baptist churches. Yeah. Can you just explain a difference or if there was a difference? In your experience at both for our listeners if, in case anyone has any questions about Honestly, that yeah so i do either baptist or non-denominational because they're very similar mm-hmm. um i've been to uh, other churches i've been to catholic churches before in the past and you know similar types of churches and yeah kind of it's not we prefer the non-denominational style of churches mm-hmm. and it's very close to it like i mentioned nothing's really different from the ones i've been to from my experience so yeah that's yeah that's why i always wanted it how is it different from a Catholic church? I'm just curious. Just because I've never gone to a Baptist church, yeah. so I'm like, oh. Yeah. I or think not. what ordinary, yeah. Yeah, so like a Catholic church, it's definitely more formal. They do a lot more. You go in, and the two that I've been to, you had to, before going into the uh, the sanctuary, you had to get water, you had to do the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. Mm-hmm. And you went in, and they had these um, behind every bleach, like not bleacher, but um, bench, they had these things you pull down to me along mm-hmm. and they recite these prayers and they sing these songs as well too, which is something I've never done in any non-denominational or Baptist church. And this is this is saying, I mean, they were all saying these things collectively, so they all knew I didn't. So that's just <clears throat> a few differences from a Catholic church and non from a non-denominational Baptist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I will say it's interesting when you're like, I don't know what to do. Like I usually have to look around and figure it out. Whereas I feel like maybe it's because I grew up in a non-denom too, and I'm like, oh, I know how this goes, but I wonder if people feel like that in non-denom ever, like, oh, what if, like, am I supposed to do that? And sometimes they're like, no, you can't. <laughs> You're not mm-hmm. Catholic, so you can't. Yeah, Which you can't is totally do it. Yeah, but yeah. like, like communion even, they're like, mm-hmm. If you're not Catholic, like sit this one out. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Which is different. I feel like if in non-denom, they're just like, if you're ready, yeah 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 i would even say catholic churches it depends on different ones so i grew up in catholic church and i wouldn't even say that i like know all the things but the high school that i teach at is a catholic high school and they when they they have liturgies or prayer service they do some things a little different and i'm like i feel like i should know this but i don't like it's it's a little different um all over the place but yeah for sure another thing that i learned early on about you and your religion was like growing up you had some differences where this would seem like strict so then that you didn't celebrate halloween or like read harry potter mm-hmm. yeah how was that like were you did you ever were you ever like oh i wanted to do that or was it kind of like this is how the way it's supposed to be right now yeah mm-hmm. so <clears throat> one of my family is um of African descent. So my dad's from Akuru and my mom's from Taita. So like Mount Kilimanjaro area. And my dad actually lives very close to the, uh, the equator. That's where he's from. So they're very uh, traditional growing up in the faith. So we, I never, growing up, I never watched Harry Potter. I was never able to get into Yu Gi Oh! This like card game that I liked. Yeah. Uh, I played Yu Gi Oh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I collected the cards that I could. I was never able to learn how to play because it was seen as demonic. You know? I wasn't able, I couldn't go trick or treating because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the devil's holiday. And 
So the, these are just kind of things that I grew up with. At first, initially, I thought it was normal when I was very young. I'd say maybe kindergarten, first grade. Then I started realizing that all my friends were doing all this fun, cool shit that I wasn't allowed <laughs> to do. And I was like, maybe, maybe it's my parents. That's what it is. And I just realized they're very strict. And there are some things I kind of got away with that I was able to do later on. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, areas where they realized that they kind of were too strict, they were too traditional in their ideology, and they kind of apologized for it. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are some things I just learned to live with. I learned that I wasn't going to do certain things because of that's the way they were. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I got to meet your parents recently, too. They're like, the your whole family is the nicest mm -hmm. family. Like, yeah. They're great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do admit, like, a lot of that, I mean, it was kind of like an interesting way that I was raised, but... I mean, all for the better. I mean, I just, I don't know, I think I'm, I mean, I'm decent. So I love, my parents are awesome. They were strict in certain areas and they're, you know, very restrictive in others. But um, I just, I am who I am today because of them. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you are like someone that everybody loves to be around. Yeah. Like, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I want to go back to something that you said a little bit earlier. You said that you were able to get away with some things and then not with others, mm -hmm. what were those things that you were able to do? <laughs> I'm just okay so, like, okay, so even outside of like um, like a more religious standpoint, my parents were just strict, period. So at first, I was never able to, I think the first time I stayed the night at a friend's house was maybe seventh grade. Because okay. my parents thought, okay, no, we don't want to, why would we want to let you go to somebody else's house? We don't know who these people are. Mm -hmm. They can practice bad things. It'd be very dangerous. So, up until like seventh grade, wow. I wasn't able to hang out like at my friends' house to stay the night. So they realized, okay, everybody else is doing it. You guys are all complaining. My siblings helped me out with this. Yeah. Then we convinced them, and we were able to stay the night at our friends' houses. Nice. So, so this one example. And that's a good example of too being like open to listening and being like and seeing like points of views and really like hearing what people are saying when yeah. they're like, oh, but I want this for this reason. Mm -hmm. yeah. So how old are your other siblings? I did not get the chance to meet them. Okay. Younger brother and younger sister are twins. They actually turned 21 in two years. That's oh, mild. That's exciting. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Victor Shelby watches. <laughs> my older sister, Mercy, she's awesome. She's 27. Mm -hmm. She was really cool. I mean, everybody was so cool, but yeah, I was like, if she lived here, I feel like we'd all be great friends. <laughs> and I told her that before, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Also, whenever uh, they left, like, yeah. she reached out to me specifically and said, yeah, Aww, Kaylee, she's awesome. So, everyone Aww. likes you. Everyone Aww. likes you. So. so, I like all of them, too. They're awesome. <laughs> so cool. Um, so, I wonder, do your siblings, do they have any issues growing up with your religion or spirituality that was, you know, put on you by your parents? Or do they feel like the same way that you're like, oh, I understand, like, yes, my parents are strict sometimes, but also I'm grateful for the that overall, I overall we all feel the same that way. Because, I mean, we're all very close. We get along really well. We might have had some areas uh, individually where we kind of fell out and we were, like, doing, like, you could say, like, on the wrong path. We were mm -hmm. doing bad things for a certain period of time. But uh, at the end of the day, we ended up finding our way. We ended up, um, whether we clashed or, we, you know, we really disagree on something or... You know, we, we all we all love each other, you know, and no one holds any like um, like bitterness towards any of us. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So, and they all, even in their faith as well too, like I mentioned before, it's something that's a big part of my life today. And I can say the same thing for all three of them. Now, mm-hmm. even to a greater extent for my older sister, I'd say. So, and yeah, we talk all the time, we hang out, we have a family chat, we're always talking family chat. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say that they went through some of the same struggles, but at the end of the day, we all still feel the same way about each other. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a big family. I know, I know. Yeah, you guys have, they have like multiple like family chats, like different, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a family chat. There's a three guys chat, which is like me and my mom and my dad. And then there's a Sibs chat that just for me, me, Shelby, Victor, and Mercy talking there. Like, and I'm sure they have their individual chats with, you know, our parents mm-hmm. up too. So, yeah. How has your religion or spirituality changed now as a young adult in your life today? As opposed to maybe before seventh grade, before yeah. you were having sleepovers. Yeah. I'd say I, I'd say now I do a better job of holding myself accountable. You know? mm-hmm. So back then, whereas I did take it seriously, but I mean, I'd go, I go, I wasn't as intentional with learning and growing spiritually back then. Mm-hmm. So, so I go to church, praise and worship, yeah. But even on my own time, I didn't like really try to like dig into the Bible and know more about it. You know, and I started getting to the point where I was just like. Uh, just like pretty frequently mentally, I'm just checking myself. How am I doing spiritually? How do I feel? You know, and you know, I make adjustments if I need to. But so yeah, I'd say over time, I just become just mindful of my my growth spiritually. Yeah. Was there ever a time where you questioned your religion or your spirituality? And if so, like, how did you bring yourself back onto this path that you're on now? I wouldn't say for any long period of time. There may be the times where I've asked questions and I didn't get, I don't know, like adequate answers. Mm-hmm. And from like pastors, you know, youth pastors, the actual pastor. Do um, you remember what questions you asked? I just, I just remember several times walking away thinking, okay, yeah, like I nodded my head and I said, yeah, but like mm-hmm. I truly still, like I don't, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know the specific instances, I don't remember, but I probably could maybe that. But, um, but yeah, I, I I'd say I always found my way. I don't know, just like where it's just like socialization, the way my parents are, they raise me a certain way. So I'd always I mean it just was like ingrained in my head, this is like a very important part of your life. Um and so I, I feel like I wasn't somebody who was prone to really strike far from that. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting that you are still so connected with your with your spirituality. I'm in grad school right now and mm-hmm. we're learning this week about black psychology and African-centered psychology and how psychology now in the Western world has been so, um, I don't want to say whitewashed, but like it comes from a European-centered place where it's very quantifiable and it's about the numbers and the data and um, about the science. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times science leaves out spirituality and religion, whereas African-centered psychology, there has to be a, a spirituality religion element or like an element of spirit and connecting to the divine and all these other things that is so often left out of psychology and science because it isn't something that you can like measure per se mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so it just like made me think about that because you said your your family is like is like still very much rooted with their African yeah. descent and, yeah. and how it's played such a big role in you and then like in your parents of course to raise your whole family like this mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it is really important to raise kids with spirituality and religion. And, yeah, and also hearing a lot of uh, a lot of stories from 
you know, situations of them going up and then experiencing things around mm-hmm. them, like things that, oh, I guess you'd say can't be explained by science, mm-hmm. I'm not like being to here. Mm-hmm. So hearing all the parents' stories, knowing my parents, trying to know who my parents are, uh, they're not good enough, people are going to lie to me, they have mm-hmm. my best connection at heart, and hearing talking about some of these experiences, it's like, damn, okay. I think it's good too that you had questions. We've heard, I feel like, in conversations with friends from other religions, mm-hmm. I've heard in conversation that some faiths teach, like, basically the idea of doubt yourself before you doubt your religion, meaning, kind of meaning don't question anything, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's really not faith. Like, I feel like if, if you're following blindly, yeah, that's it's not, not being involved faith. in your faith. That's not letting that take an importance mm-hmm. or like real thought in your life. Mm-hmm. If you're curious about it, you should ask and then try and find answers, even if the answers are impossible to find. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a good like yeah. thing that as you get older too, like saying that you you know, because I know when you especially when you speak to people in the church, I feel like whatever answer they give, like if you don't want to get into a deeper conversation about it or you worry about the way that they're going to think about mm-hmm. your questions, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, then you just like stop asking. You're like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So often, yeah, yeah. yeah. So often. Yeah. yeah. But, but it is, it's a great thing to have questions. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing to be trying to get more information and have your own thoughts and, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it would, it strengthens your faith to be able to say, oh, I don't know why this is, let me look into it, maybe I still don't know the answer, but I'm still going to believe in it because of X, Y, and Z, you know? Yeah. It adds another layer of you actually having that trust versus, yeah, like you said, blindly following whatever people tell you because then you're not an active participant in in your life and in your religion, you know? Um, Are there any rituals that you did growing up with your family so like you said, church was like a ritual that you guys did. You're still doing that. Are there anything else that you still do now that's um, tied to your religion that like helps you feel more grounded? I mean, I'd say something that most families don't do on their own, likely in the church, is communion. We do like family communion sometimes. <laughs> as a matter of fact, funny you ask because yeah. <laughs> my parents came in this past weekend. Uh, we actually were doing our communion, family communion. And then Haley came out, and it was, it was a funny little moment. But yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the uh, that's what sticks out to me for that. That's why I asked. I, <laughs> Haley I told me I was so bad because I came out of my room right when they were like in a very important time. Like I know that that's an important time. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I have to go to work. There's only one way to get out of here. But I'm like, I'm not making noise, but then everybody was like, you're okay, you're all yeah. right. <laughs> and my sister, oh my, my sister, like, almost like felt bad for you for feeling bad. Aww. Because it was all good. But, like, she understood why you felt bad because it is like, okay, wow, this family's like doing communion right here. You know, they're praying, they're all together in like this circle. Yeah. Know, so, yeah. yeah. It's like a special time. Yeah, it's yeah. a sacred time. Yeah. I literally was yeah. like, did you turn around and go back in yeah, your room? Yeah, she was like, I just wouldn't have gone to work. I was like, well, <laughs> Sunday when you're with your family on on the Sundays that you guys are together. I know you guys live in different places. Not every Sunday. I'd say maybe like once a month. Because our church did it as well too. So yeah. I also feel like I know you said that your dad has like preached before. Mm-hmm. And 
you seem like a like strong leader presence, but I also feel like that's a great thing for people to need to do. Like I have a lot of respect for people that can so well articulate their thoughts and put it into context that is aligning with some greater message. Yes. It's like mm-hmm. a huge thing to be able to just, like I know, mm-hmm. being able to look at a scripture and be like, oh, okay, this is what I'm gonna say about this today. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, he's preached, like, I think I might have even downplayed this to you before I mentioned it to you, but, like, he's actually preached a lot, and that sometimes, like, some big churches, because we go to a lot of churches growing up, there was um, two Kenyan churches in Kansas City, mm-hmm. GOC Gospel Outreach Center, and Nanmont Community Church, so those two, especially Nanmont Community Church, is a huge, it's a, it's a huge church, you know, and he preached several times, he preached even at other churches in Kansas City, so like he definitely knows the Bible well. I mean, he has his own fair share of experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, his grand, his mother did, and like it's, yeah. Like we just, yeah. He's he's great. He's great. I didn't realize there was such a big Kenyan population there to have two big churches. Yeah, and yeah. Kenyan churches. Yeah, yeah. There, there, uh, there is, and there's actually another one just outside of Kansas City as well too, but. Yeah, my, my siblings and I, I mean, I could go into quite a bit about how it was going to the Kenya churches because they do things way differently than really? Wait, tell us. Yeah, tell us everything. Honestly, <laughs> to tell you the truth, even my siblings, we were, as much as we loved them, because we knew our parents loved them yeah. as well, too, and enjoyed you know, the culture and knowing our roots, but services are like four hours long. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my preaching, gosh. Preaching can literally be three hours straight. And like that's not including praise and worship so you can imagine mm-hmm. being like somebody maybe elementary school middle school going to church because there was a period of time where we were going to we like change off between like uh, independence uh, christian center which is a church we have in jc mm-hmm. or uh and then go to like one of these churches and we'd always be kind of upset but we got to go to the like, <laughs> yeah. so all just sit down for literally three hours that's, That's a so long time. Kid. Most yeah. kids can't make it through an hour to church service. I would get in trouble. Out. I would bring like books, like my fantasy books, yeah. and would put them inside of the the church books. Mm-hmm. So I'd be sitting there looking like I'm reading a church book, but my book about like magic was inside of that, <laughs> which probably sounds really blasphemous to you. <laughs> I thought it was okay, but yeah, I got in trouble so many times. And our church was only an hour and like 15 minutes, oh, totally. maybe an hour and a half. Like otherwise people would be like, I'm missing football. I'm yeah. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't think if most churches were three to four hours long, that a lot of people would be able to make it. Like mm-hmm. adults included. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a different lifestyle when you're like you're it is much it's your life is much more around your religion and right. worship. When you're like, I'm spending half yeah. of my resting day yes, exactly. in a church. Yeah. Worshiping. It it is like a it's a different mindset than where it needs to be like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I've also noticed like a lot of younger people my age, I don't know if you ladies know this much, but just you know, our religious don't go to church at all. Like, sure. Yeah. Like no one from my work, like I know maybe two or three people, close people mm-hmm. friends of mine who uh, are my age who go to church and like the vast majority of the other people don't. I think everybody else, though. I don't think I know a single, you know, studio families that go, but honestly, sometimes I think part of it is because there's free Sunday school, and it's mm-hmm. like an hour, and I get it. Like, I think that would be a perk of being able to go and listen to a good message with your spouse and be like, the kids are safe, 
they're learning a good a good word from somebody else. Oh, for real? Yeah. Never even thought about that. Before. I was in Sunday school. Yeah. I heard you like bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> coffee, yeah. coffee cake with our friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be downstairs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't think I know anyone else. I think a lot of young people, yeah, either aren't religious. I feel like a lot of people are also atheists. I think that's a much bigger, and this is me like not knowing any statistics, but I think there's a bigger population of atheists there's or people huge who are stats of churches dying out. Right. Yeah. What's the name when you? It's not atheists when you don't believe anything. But uh, agnostic. Yeah. A lot of younger people are like, agnostic, where you're like, I don't really know, but I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like most of the people I know are one of those, or are like spiritual mm -hmm. and believe in something, but don't go to church. Or even yeah. are, like I think too, and I would say sometimes I fall into this in just, in being Christian and being spiritual, but being like, if I want to go to a church here, I want to make sure that they believe in Gay marriage and yeah, I want to make sure that they believe in what I believe in mm -hmm. as Christians, and that I totally believe that the scripture supports what I believe. I think people read into it wrong, but but if so many people read into it the other way, that mm -hmm. to me, that in a lot of ways I think is offensive. Or I wouldn't want to be spending. I would go out of my way on a Sunday to mm -hmm. spend an hour a day to sing to somebody. Yeah. If I thought I was going to be giving a message that I didn't 100% agree with. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, the church in South Bend that I went to, mm -hmm. like, I felt, it felt very open. And, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel you were here. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I just want to make sure that wherever I go to church is, like, <laughs> upholding the same values, which is sometimes tricky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it is super tricky. Even the church that... I went to growing up, the pastor that's there now isn't the same that was during this incident, but I remember going and the guy was talking about, he was talking about gay marriage and stuff, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. and I remember being like, we're all just going to sit here and listen to this, like with my family who are all very support, like my aunt is a lesbian and yeah. like all these things, like they're very supportive of love is love for whoever it is. I was like, what are we, like we can't just sit here and be like that was okay yeah yeah but everyone's like this is okay and I'm like this is why I can't come to churches like this I'm sure it's different now with a different pastor I've gone since with him and he I mean I don't go every Sunday so I don't know what he's talking about every single Sunday but I'm sure it's a different vibe but still I agree I wouldn't I couldn't go to a place that's upholding values that I don't believe in right it's like these nuances that are so deep-rooted that people that have been in the church for a long time have an insanely hard time changing or like understanding from a different point of view. But yeah, mm -hmm. but from another perspective, like like in many ways a younger perspective where we were grown, like, you know, it was very different growing up in the generation that we were and what we were mm -hmm. hearing mm -hmm. as opposed to what the generation that's probably often leaving churches right now 
mm -hmm. or hearing. So I, mm -hmm. I feel like that will be a big change in a lot of churches too. I think so too. Um, like in the in the coming time, I feel like that's going to be something that I've heard, even heard people say like churches are changing so that they don't die out, and mm -hmm. because it is becoming people are gearing towards atheism and agnosticism and even Buddhism over Christianity because of these huge concepts mm -hmm. and in a lot of ways if the church would recognize I think a lot of people believe that if the church would recognize these other things as not sinful and read mm -hmm. it in a different light they would ultimately like have more people to love in their circle mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah. it'd be great if they did come to that point yeah. because I gotta use one example actually too here um with that parents being the way they are more traditional in their faith, uh, they hold on to a lot of beliefs that now, I guess you could say, are more hot on issues in society, like um, uh, LGBTQ community, for example. Uh, just, just one example there is something that you know, their thoughts or views may not fully align with now. I know they know a lot of other people who are around their same age who feel the same way, a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, so, and yeah, I don't know, just, as you go along, I feel like more, more people may shift their ideals. They may say, "Okay, yeah, maybe we can interpret this differently. Maybe this uh, didn't exactly mean this, you know, mm -hmm. or just maybe find some obscurity in it, or a way that they can, you know, because yeah. more more people are adopting that those views." You know? Oh, mm -hmm. totally. Yeah. Like, that, that's how yeah. it is. A lot of yeah, it's almost become weird to think uh, on the opposite side of those issues now in society. You know, it's almost like you're yeah. you looked down on. Especially when you mm -hmm. live in a bubble like Chicago. Like that's the thing in metropolitan cities too. Mm -hmm. it's, certainly more abnormal to like have views against LGBT, you know, that would yeah. be a minority. Like mm -hmm. which but in a more rural area, yeah, we like should not it. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think it was a generational thing. Mm -hmm. Um in a lot of ways, but also I feel like once you have someone that's very right. close to you, mm -hmm. or just when it gets, you know, yeah, having yeah. a close member that's been affected by you, I think it just all comes good. back to the idea that like love is love, and as human beings, we're all here to live the experience that we're supposed to live in these bodies with these genes and our, our nurturing and upbringing. And who are X, Y, and Z to say that? this is the way that life is supposed to be lived. Right. And it's a difference from saying, this is how I'm gonna live my life, Yeah. versus this is how I'm gonna live my life, and I'm gonna force you to live your it's life based off of my <laughs> yeah. views. Totally, totally. Yeah, I think we, sometimes people forget that we're all just doing our best. Like yeah. we're all, like no one knows really anything. Like we can know things, but we can also not really know them. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like really see the bigger picture. Yeah because we are just these human beings in this one little body during this one life cycle. So there's so little that we actually know about the universe. So why judge other people's love? And I, there's a difference from like judging other people doing bad things and being harmful to other people than judging people for loving other people for, right. you know, yeah. that has nothing to do with that you. Is oh, it's the yoga. <laughs> Before this, me and Haley were talking about how life is just really hard and crazy right now, but we're lucky that we all have each other. Like our whole group, like yeah. all the people that we interact with, Steven and our families and 
yeah. all of our friends. Like we're we're lucky to be here at the same time and like able to process this together and yeah. 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 Love. Oh, that's how we this has been great though. Yeah, thank I, you so um, much for Yeah, thank you us. so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Hope we'll have you on in the future. Oh, oh yeah, totally. And you'll always be around whenever we're talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone for a while, you'll just be like, hey, and you'll, you'll all know that it's Steven. Yeah. You will. Yeah. Okay, well, have an amazing week, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Happy birthday to, <laughs> to uh, sorry, oh my gosh, Shelby and Victor. Yes. The twins. Yes. When their this 21st birthday comes out, it is their birthday. So it's on two days. Right? Yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this will be out on Thursday. So yeah. happy birthday to them today when yes, you're listening to this. Exactly. And happy birthday to my dad yesterday, which is Wednesday. Now. Oh, it was your dad's birthday? Really? Tomorrow? But yesterday yeah. for when I'm here? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah, I know. Well, well, we will catch you next time and stay tuned. Keep checking us out on Instagram and DM us if there's things that you either have questions about or you want us to talk about any topics that you're really interested about, let us know. And we have other guests coming up soon. So we're really excited to, yes. to have them here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Steven. Yeah, oh, before we get off, we were drinking Aperol spritzes <gasps> made by Haley. We talked about them in a previous episode. So. Thank you. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. And I know <laughs> Uncle Mark has made Aperol spritzes since then because of our podcast, which is so nice. Oh, I know. Another Aperol spritz night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> How do we turn this off? I don't know. Ah, shit.